All right, we are back. Browns are two and one, baby. Most complete win we've seen in a while. Um, feeling good on this Tuesday night. Feeling a lot better than last Tuesday night. Vibes are a little higher now. Uh, as we said at the end of last episode last week, we were feeling a lot more positive going to this game. And I thought if this team has any credibility, they'll come out and fix their issues and make, have a statement win. And that's exactly what they did. Um, the Titans aren't Super Bowl contenders by any means, but being a Browns fan, you're not used to your team taking care of the teams they should take care of, and that's what legit teams do. So they did that. They flipped another stone. Um, we all got to go to the game, so that was a fun time. Kyle, what did you think about the win? Uh, first off, day started off great in the Muni. Energy was high. Got to love that. Getting in the stadium, a little worried. Like the first quarter, kind of came out sluggish, and then for whatever reason, it was like a switch flipped. We sh- defense flying around, just hitting people the whole game, and then Watson, by far his best game as a Cleveland Brown, and it was so welcome. Like we finally saw the player that we thought we were getting, and I know it's still early, but that was encouraging to see. Yeah, Dennis, you were in the Muni lot, weren't you? What about oh, you, sorry, Dennis? The uh, dog pound, right? Yeah, it was in a dog pond. I was at a section like 118 A. Like I was kind of under the awning, but yeah, it was. Dude, I was a high five, and people I didn't even know like the whole game. Like it was pretty lit from start to finish. It was a no sweat win. Like I mean, I like with the full when it was like three to three, like ten to three. Yep. It was like oh, there's a little possibility, but like it seems like we're adjusting compared to last year. Like we'll we'll be up and we think like we're gonna come back. They're gonna come back, but. Not this game. It was it was a fun ass game, bro. It was one of the funnest games I've ever been to. Yeah, for sure. That was that was I, that was probably the biggest win we've all seen. I mean, they, didn't, they haven't had very many big wins like that. Um, there's been a couple here and there, but I mean, it. Yeah, like you said, I felt like they controlled the entire game. Like I was never worried about blowing it. Even when we started off rusty at the beginning, like I had zero concern. I was concerned that the offense might look sloppy and it'll be an ugly win. Which a win is a win, but I, I wanted to see the improvements. And I mean, after the first few drives, they were all systems go. Uh, yeah, Watson looked great. His footwork looked good. His pocket presence looked good. He he didn't force the run. He didn't have happy feet. Um, credit to the line as well. I mean, I know Jed Wills got beat a couple times, but they they had a they have a solid defensive line. And the, the, I mean, they didn't. I didn't hear their name called very often. So that's all, all right. you can ask for. Guys stepped up. We'll get into that a little bit more, but I mean, shout out Jerome Ford, plug and play. You got a guy who played receiver in high school running sluggo routes for touchdowns. I'm not mad at that. Yep. <laughs> um, Amari and Elijah both stepped up. Everybody stepped up. DPJ, the stat complete, lines were nice. Complete team win, man. Like I big, big, big Thanos. Can't say enough good things about him. Bro, fourth round rookie. Yeah, I mean, we'll just keep hammering him every week on this show, and, and that's yes, fine. Sir. The dude is just <coughs> looking like a – I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to say looking like a star, but he's looking like – When you like, – Like, it's not end-all, be-all that Jack Conklin might be done. Right. Definitely a steal of the drive. When you have an, it's got to be. When you have an offensive lineman and you don't hear his – when you don't hear his name called every week, that's a good thing. It means right. he's doing his job. Yeah, Definitely. and I mean – do you guys think that was one of Kevin's best wins? It wasn't the biggest game or the toughest opponent, but like I've never felt that in control of a game. The play calling was – I don't remember any – off the top of my head, any crazy plays where I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? 
it's just with that Watson backwards pass. I mean, that's yeah. really Yeah, and like that's – I don't think that's on Kevin. So. No, someone have to ask Deshaun what he's doing. No. I mean, right. everyone makes a bonehead play here and there. Pat Mahomes has done similar shit. But right. the, the key is you do that once. The key is you don't repeat that over a game, you know. <laughs> he had to have, what, probably 10 straight completions at one point. I don't know the exact number, but it was he was he was he was locked in, just slinging the ball to everyone. Yeah, he was, bro. He was. was (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we had twenty-seven receptions across six different players. So I mean, I'll take that. Right. That's nothing crazy, but he's twenty-seven to thirty-three, two hundred eighty-nine yards, two tutties, seventy-eight point four QBR, one hundred twenty-three rating. It's got to be his best game as Brown. A thousand percent from start to finish. And, th- and that's, that's so, still... somebody. Go ahead, Kyle. Somebody brought this up. He had a throw. I think it was a second quarter, second and one. He threw it to DPJ and perfect ball. Like couldn't have been any perfect, more perfect. He threw it right where only DPJ could get it. DPJ just came back and toe tapped to the sideline. And it was just beautiful. Gain of like 12 or 15. You, I have yep. not seen a quarterback, a Browns quarterback make that throw probably ever. You're right. I don't. Maybe Derek Anderson. I don't know. But yeah, for like, like the arm, the arm talent. Exactly. The the arm talent's for sure there. Like nobody can say that part of it is gone. It was just oh, catching no. back up, getting back up to speed. There's a lot of I shouldn't say there's a lot, but there's quarterbacks who can have similar stat lines to the one he had, but they weren't. There's not a lot of quarterbacks who can make the throws he was making. Exactly. And he made a lot of them. He was throwing a lot of shit into the bucket, and I mean. <laughs> He was dialing, man. He was this in. is, I mean, he was twenty-seven to thirty-three. So a lot of this is kind of self-explanatory. But Amari Cooper, eight targets, seven catches. DPJ, four targets, three catches. Elijah Moore, nine targets, nine catches. And Joku, four targets, four catches. They were just in sync. They were. I don't see. I don't see people slowing that down. I don't see the. And I think high. it's fair. I think. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to the fair. Ratings. You can add another. F- you can add another 40 yards to Watson's passing stats because that play that was blown dead, that's a yeah, touchdown all day. Right, so, yeah. so he has yep. like 300. Yep, all day. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, either stat either stat line is fine with me. I mean, I'm not even – I'm cool with the slow roll, you know. Like, I don't even need a crazy stat line. I just want to see improvements, and he, he went above and beyond. And it was the Titans. It's not like he played the 49ers. We'll see how that goes. But, I mean, you play – you play your the competition that you're offered, and that's all you can do. I'd yeah. rather I'd rather I think, play up than play down. Right. While we're on the while we're on the topic of receivers, we had a question sent in from Zach Mead. He said, "What's the deal with Cedric Tillman? We haven't really seen him that much, but I think that's just a testament to like how good the wide receiver room is and how much they trust their wide receivers. Where you don't have to have your rookie finally come in and play right away." You can actually let guys sit and develop something we've never had the luxury of doing. Yeah, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. No, um, not at all. Yeah, the Browns, <laughs> like if you like the Stefanski and Barry era, like they bring their guys on along slowly during the season. That's how like DPJ was. Um, a lot of the other young yep. guys, like they just bring them on slowly. They don't throw them in the wolves if they would necessarily need to. Like obviously Jones is different, but like wide receivers. Like they're not gonna just throw you out there and be a starter and get a lot of snaps or like <clears throat> gradually like get you up to speed. So Yeah, right. And I mean think of the receiving room. Amari Cooper, nine year vet. Marquise Goodwin, ten year vet. 
Elijah Moore, three-year vet. DBJ, four-year vet. Like, these are vets that you, you kind of know what you're getting with them. Um, you don't know what you could get with Watson. Like, they, I don't, they definitely haven't – we haven't seen their ceiling here. But you got you got guys in the room. I, I think I think Tillman was a pick. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just business. He's the DPJ replacement, let's be honest. Yep. He's going to file into that role next year and years to come, and that's how teams stay great. You just keep building back through the draft, and that's a testament to the way this roster is constructed, that he hasn't been asked for anything yet. And, yeah, like you said, Dewan Jones, he's, he's a – I mean, he's a guy, Jack Conklin went down, you needed him to step in, and he has. And that's, again, a testament to the way this roster is constructed. They got, we're finally seeing players across different areas of the field. Like, you, there's players in, in every slot that you can trust right now. Maybe other than left tackle. Right. I think the, on that. the biggest testament is we haven't had a first-round pick in two years now. So these second, third, fourth-round picks, if you're hitting on even, say, half of them, that's great. Like, Dewan Jones, I feel pretty confident saying he, he might be a hit. For a fourth-round pick to look as good as he has already? Right. And we've seen a lot of first-round picks miss. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're no stranger to that. Nope. Um. Yeah. Yeah, in conclusion with that, I mean, like we all said, I, I think it's a good thing, you know? I'm not worried about it. Sorry about there, that. There you go. My puppy wants in the conversation. Oh, my God. Here we go again. You got to love right, the let's dogs. Talk, let's talk about Jerome Ford. Way to step up. Way to step up. How'd you feel about him, Kyle? I think he plugged right in and play. For your first true start, for your first true start of your career, I don't think you, you can ask for much more. He broke off that one long carry. Or that was that was loud. I'm sorry, but... He did his job. He had that reception touchdown, 24 yards. I punched another one in later in the game. Sure is yards per carry, not great. Titans are good run defense. You got Jeffrey Simmons up front, Harold Landry. The guys are there. Certain weeks you're going to have better matchups and certain weeks you're not. And the Titans, bad pass defense, great run defense. And that's just how it is. Yep. Um, that going in the game, we knew. That that front seven of the Titans is the best in the league and stopping the run. Yep. We had to we had to adjust. We we didn't we didn't become one dimensional. That's when I mean that's when Watson had to step up and that's what happened. Like Ford stepped up in the past game. All the receivers Kyle named that got targets and caught it. Like bro, it was just a great game for Watson to get going, especially going against like a run defense like that. Yeah, that's I mean, think about what you just said. We you said the same exact statement last week. But you said Watson couldn't step up. Like, yep. it, it, like rhetorically, let's say he had another flop game and like we could have lost this. So credit to him. There's going to be games like this where, I mean, this is wild. I didn't even know. We were at the game, so it's harder to track stats and stuff. But yeah, Ford had 10 carries, 18 yards, and his longest rush was nine yards. Yep. So yeah, he had nine carries for nine yards. And last week was the same thing. Yeah, that's like 70-yard break. And then other than that, he had like, 10 carries, 18 yards, something crazy. So they'll have to figure that out. I mean. But but I think a lot of that is matchup based. Like the Titans up front, Jeffrey Simmons is a monster. He would start on pretty much every team in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. I just, we're going to, looking ahead, I mean, they're, they're just going to have to be able to rely on those front three guys. Teller, 
Batonio and Pochich, I mean, that'll have to change. But, again, you took the win. It didn't end up affecting anything. Watson stepped up. All the receivers made the plays they had to make. Um, it's a great <laughs> win. And, I mean, Derrick Henry had 11 carries for 20 yards, so could have been worse, right? But yep. Shout out the defense. Yep, defense went crazy. Yeah, I mean, let's say this again. Amari Cooper, eight targets, seven catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Let's be honest. It was really two touchdowns, and it was really probably 150 yards. Yeah, yep. and I would have won my fantasy game if the ref didn't. <laughs> but well, that's here nor there. It's crazy because like in the like when we're at the game, you kind of like like damn he stepped out, and then they're showing the replay, and you're like wait what? <laughs> like and everybody in the crowd yelling bullshit to the ref. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> I just I just can't believe we got him for a receiver of his caliber for pretty much nothing. A fifth round pick. Yeah, I'll do that all day. Right, and just because they they didn't want to pay him, I I get it. But if you have cap space and a guy like that's available, go get exactly. him. He's worth every dollar he's making here. Yep. Imagine every, if we didn't have hundred percent. Dude, we'll be so bad. It'll be so ugly. Yeah. You have to like, have that you, possession guy you can rely on at all <laughs> times, and that's exactly what he is. Yep. You have. If to he have has him. another. Let's say hypothetically, he has a thousand yards or twelve hundred yards this year, and I goes out next him. year and does the same thing. Well, I, not only that, but that's like borderline Hall of Fame production with the career he's had. Yeah, across three different franchises. Yeah, that's that's insane. Pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, there's a testament to being that reliable. I mean, think of all the different systems you're in, different teammates, different quarterbacks. You're just—he's literally plug and play. Not only that, I don't know how many people know this, but last year he was basically playing with one side of his body with that core muscle injury, not even yep. close to 100. percent yeah, and I mean he's already been banged up this year and playing through it. Yeah, it's just yep. what he does. He's he's Nick Chubb at receiver. Yeah, I mean that's no just cap. the new thing I got to say. He doesn't he doesn't need to talk to talk. He just goes out and he walks the walk. Yeah, yep. I love it. Route runner, breaks people yep. down. Straight dog. Yeah, and shout out Elijah Moore too, dude. Nine targets, nine catches, forty nine yards. People are like, I expect more yards out of him. I I just I don't think that's the receiver we're gonna need him to be here. He's gonna be that slot guy. He's gonna get those ugly little routes. He's gonna be that. Hopefully, he could be that third down guy when he he could be that type of guy where you have a quarterback like Watson who's rolling out, moving around, and he's gonna match him. He's gonna move around too. He was he was creating space. He was creating openings. That's all we need him to do. We don't need him to go out and get twenty freaking twelve catches for one hundred twenty yards. He's just not he's not that and type I of receiver. Saw, I saw a graphic today that was floating around Twitter. You saw his average separation. I think it's like four yards when he's yep. when he gets targeted. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I don't have a lot of words, man. It's just he's 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 good. He's a good receiver. I think. Yeah, of, I mean, he's gonna get of, favorable matchups. Yep. Think of he's last slot. week. Last week, how many times he was open, and it was the throw was just a split second off or behind him or high. He would easily have probably fifty to seventy-five more yards, and his stat line would look way better, and nobody would be saying anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, think I it's think, coming. I think people talking about yardage are just kind of. I, I don't want to say misinformed, but nine. They you just gotta understand nine targets, nine catches is not a simple normal. Occurrence. Nope. Right. That's. that's I, I would like to see how often that happens in a season with a receiver. Well, right. look at it this way: he's on pace just for like seven, roughly seven hundred fifty receiving yards, not even counting his rushing yards. He'll probably easily clear over a thousand scrimmage yards if he stays healthy. Which I'll take that all day for basically free. All we did was pick swap. Yeah, I mean, so far this year, he's got 15 catches, 130 yards. Yep. He's averaging five catches a game. 
Yep. That's, That's all I need. That's good production right there. Yeah, bro. He's averaging five catches, 45-ish yards a game. Okay. I'm I mean, not mad at that. The, if you do the math, like, it's almost 1,000 yards. Like, if you keep it 45, 50. Like... Yeah, and if you think of how close him and Watson were week one and two, that, like Kyle said, that could be another four catches, 60 yards. Like, they were that close three or four different times in Pittsburgh. And I don't they think were... – I don't think it's a matter of – if it's a matter of when, he's going to break a big play. He's just 100%. too explosive not to. Yep. 100%. And uh, just to hit on Amari more, dude, like his 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 post-game scrum, and he's just so funny. I just love hearing him talk. I just think he's so interesting. I don't I don't understand it. it. It Like I said, it reminds me of Nick Chubb. He's just so chill. He's just so confident, but he's he's not cocky. He just believes in himself, and it's cool to see players like that. And, I mean – you need veterans like that in the room that other guys can look at and they'll go out and show it. They won't just talk about it. You know, there's so many veterans now that just run their mouth and they're not really proving it or working hard. But like we said, this dude's freaking needed surgery all year last year. Who knows if he needs surgery again? You just never yep. know. He wouldn't tell anybody. Right. He didn't even know about it. He's got that quiet swagger to him and guys like that. You can't teach that. Like you're a cold blooded assassin. If you have that. Yeah, and I mean the th- I, I mean, I think when we got, I mean when we got him coming off getting Watson, we just instantly start imagining like, dude, if these guys can stick with it and figure it out, it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane, and that was this game, like I it wouldn't shock me to see similar, especially since Chubb's out, it wouldn't shock me to see similar stat lines weekly for Amari, right? Like, he's gonna yep. get he's gonna get seven, eight, nine catches. He's going to get 80, 90, 100 yards. He's going to get a touchdown here and there. He's going to break plays. He's going to be that guy on third and 12 that's going to get you a 13-yard comeback route up the sideline. He's just so valuable, dude. It's it's not even – you can't even rank it. Like, really? He just Honestly. makes plays. And I think this week you're going to see hit the passing game and him get incorporated even more because their secondary is banged up. You got, you got Marcus Williams out with a pec injury. Then you got Marlon Humphrey, who's probably not going to play. They got injuries Dude. all over. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I've I legitimately feel bad for the Ravens. Like the every year. Dude, yeah, literally happens. every year this shit happens. It really man. is. Like I love I love J.K. Dobbins. Like Alec knows. I said he was oh. better than Zeke at Ohio State, and we get into an argument all the time. Yeah. And he, that dude just two Achilles tears. Like you can't catch a break. You really can't. No, and I. Kind of like last week, I was talking about how I've, I've always secretly liked T.J. Watt. It's not even that secretive. I can't help but love Lamar Jackson, dude. He's a fucking gamer. That dude's a stud. And they're yeah, they're well coached. Similar similar things we were saying about the Titans. Um, they're gonna give us hell. That's gonna be a great game. We'll get into that a little more later. But yeah, just looking ahead, we could see similar stat lines Sunday from everybody. Yep. Their pass defense is suspect. Their defense is suspect. I mean, I see Ravens fans on Twitter saying our defense sucks. They're going to go off. So, it's all out there. And, I mean, you build on that. Like, momentum is so big. You build on wins. I mean, even if you play bad, the, the W is all that matters. Like, that's what teams build on, the the vibes, the the camaraderie, you know, yep. the, the good feelings. While we're, while we're still in receivers and just the overall topic, I think we got to see Njoku start getting involved more. He's just kind of been stagnant the first three games. All right. And I don't know how much of that is his doing because he, he has, what, 12 targets, I think? 
nine targets, something like that. He's due. Yeah, how often have we been in the red zone? I feel like we haven't had that many red zone snaps. A lot of our touchdowns have been like 40, 50, 30 yards. Yeah, Jerome Ford, 20 yards. I'm not complaining. Amari Ford. No, not at all. So I think Njoku, we just haven't really grinded it down in the end zone as much as we have in the past, which, again, that could be the way things go with Chubb out, you know. Right. Yep. We might get in the 50-40 yard line and defenses start cracking down a little bit and your your playbook gets a little more limited and start being a little more selective, but I mean it'll come. There'll, there'll be a game, there'll be a game soon where he gets two touchdowns, you know. Yep. It's going to play out like that. They're going to overcompensate on someone on the outside. Um I saw Kinnan and people talking about it, but I didn't I didn't look too much into the stats. I've just been so busy, but uh the rollout, like the Titans were all over it, and that's where Njoku usually thrives. Yep. The play action hasn't been hitting like it used to. I think teams, the NFL just kind of, it adjust, I mean, the league adjusts and play action's gotten so. Yeah, they're, they're just going to so send killing. that DN right to the quarterback. Right. And now, it's I mean, what... I don't know if you guys watched the game last night. Who was even playing? Uh, I think it was the Rams game. Rams and Bengals? Yeah. Maybe it was the other game. I'm, I'm trying to think, but. I think it was. It might have been the Bengals. They had they had a linebacker that was just keying, like the whole game was just keying. Let's say it was the Bengals. I might be off. It doesn't matter, but they were just keying on Mixon the whole game. And that linebacker would like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And if and if Mixon obviously wasn't running the ball, if he was just staying in the backfield, not running out, blitz every time. Like they were just playing spy on the running back and blitzing, no matter what. And I'm like, I, you're starting to see defenses do that more often, and it just takes. It takes a lot of that out of it. I right. think defensive coordinators starting to figure out how to play it more, especially Jim Schwartz. I think I think it's like with anything. If you don't adapt, you're you're gonna die out pretty quick. Right. <clears throat> and I mean the, these running quarterbacks have been kinda had a getting beat up to start the season. I mean Hertz Hertz looked a little iffy. Allen's looking good already again. Lamar's looking up and down. These Watson's looking up and down. These mobile quarterbacks like it was a phase there for a few years, and now <clears throat> defenses are adjusting. It's all resetting itself. Yep. Which I think they'll still come out on top, but this defense, man, unreal. Miles Garrett. The numbers 90, are just insane. Bro. 95 is just – he's one of one. I've five never tackles, seen it. Three and a half sacks, three tackles for loss, five QB hits. Monster. I've never He's seen so a DN, never seen a DN like that in a Browns uniform or anyone even close. Oh no, that goes without said. I don't think we ever will. Yeah, we won't. I don't think we will ever again. No, he's gonna be like. Uh, this is gonna sound ridiculous, but you know what I mean. He's in a way he's gonna be like LeBron with the Cavs. Like you're just never gonna see a guy like that play for a nope. team again. Yeah. Just, I, there's no way. I don't even think you're ever gonna see a guy like that again. And part of that's you might have never have the luxury, and I hope we never do, is getting the number one True. pick. Yeah. That just got very lucky. I mean, we were posting the PFF grades. The The blocking grade of that dude was like 20. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he won a single rep. Yeah, nope. I don't think he did. Even and then when you he blocked, he got shoved in backwards. Bad. And then you see him with a heads-up play. They had two tight ends shadowing him, and he, he goes in motion like he's a receiver. Motions to the other side. Sure enough, what, so do these t- what do these tight ends do? Motion to the other side. Three, two, one, play clock down to zero. Yep. Delay a game. You, yeah, clip, you can't teach that. Yep. That clip That's, broke the internet, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. It's just silly. Um, you know, we've been talking about Grant Elpit. We've been talking about Denzel Ward, Emerson, 
secondary is obviously looking great, but like, dude, people wanted to trade joke over the off season. Yep. It's like, what? I, I just don't. I know fans get restless and they have their issues, they have their concerns with him, but this dude is a gamer. He's so good. He is I insane. I don't think a lot of people realize how much like you can have average linebackers and get away with it if you have good interior defensive line play. Last year we were just getting we were getting blown off the ball. Four or five yards off the ball. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, and I mean, like you're saying, a bad defensive line breeds bad linebackers sometimes you yep. got good linebackers but right. if you're if if people are zone blocking and and they're eating up your d tackles and they got a guard that can pull up the field or a running back that can come or a fullback can come up the gap and eat up a linebacker like there you're already the running back's gonna already be eight yards downfield before anyone even has a chance to touch him it's just like it doesn't matter how good your pass rush is or if your pass rush is bad your secondary could be amazing and you're still gonna struggle it's the same concept for linebackers. If your interior is bad, your linebackers can't fly around and make plays like they're normally going to because their job is just to eat up blocks. And if you're not doing that, they're just going to get guys coming to the second level. Yep. Yeah, now it's giving them, giving them and Jim Schwartz more freedom to move guys around and shake things up a little bit. And it's it's giving defenses – or it's giving offenses hell. Like – Yep. The three offensive coordinators we face so far are probably just beyond frustrated. Like, there's just nothing they can do. Right. They're trying everything, dude. <clears throat> like, the Titans got three points because a uh, seventh-string wide receiver who's been on four different teams made an over-the-head catch on the five-yard line on our fifth cornerback. Yeah. That's why they that like that they got points. Plays like that. I'll take yeah. that. You'll take plays like that. I mean, we're in the NFL. Got, running backs are going to make plays. Quarterbacks are going to make plays. Receivers. I mean, Hopkins made a few insane catches over Emerson. The the coverage was he was blanketed. Yep. Good just players are gonna catch. make plays, right? And they that's fine. But like, we shout out Joke. We got to shout out Alex Wright for attack. Yep. Sack. Yeah. Yeah. Just about to say that, bro. Alex Wright, Maurice Hurst. They Bobo. got. Yep. Everybody. I don't think. Yes. I don't think. I don't think enough people are talking about Maurice Hurst. Dude, that dude came been, out of no. He was. They're gonna be. He now. played what? Right. He played three games in two years, and he is flying around every game. You see him in on dude, a big he's play. Been after it. Yeah, so, he is. It's funny to talk about that, <clears throat> and you saying like no one thought about him, Kyle, because when we were making these little signings over the off season, we were all kind of like underwhelming, like, "Whoa, what is this? What is this?" And then in the end, we're all like, "Well, remember, Jim Schwartz is picking these guys. He's hand picking. Hey." He's watching film. This guy does this. I like how he does this. Yeah, let's bring him in. Okay, this guy does this. I like how he does this. Bring him in. Obviously, Dalvin Tomlinson was the slam dunk move, but oh, yeah. that Mo that Mo Hurst move, I think they just waved Tristan Hill. I don't think he ever really got going, but still. No. Mo Hurst, they didn't need him to because Mo Hurst said, I'll do it. I'll take it right. over from here. And guy would run him back. His grading was elite. Um, I, I mean, we loved the Ogbo move when it happened, and they he's been oh, playing yeah. inside. He's like a freaking tornado, dude. He just never stops. Like dude, he's so good. Jack Darius and Miles just flying around. Like no one, they just get just giving people headaches. Jack the Duffin, dude. Jack Duffin, aka Andrew Barry, was calling for that Oppo move for months. Right. And dude, the Darius and Miles on the same side is insane. Like, yeah, we're, like, yeah. How do you even block that? Well, they just one on one. Like they can, bro. <laughs> No one's right. been able to. Are you? I don't. It's insane, bro. 
And I think, like, obviously it's so early and a lot can happen, but Miles was starting to fall back behind the defensive player of the year race. Three and a half sacks and all those stats, he's certainly backing it now. Oh, yeah, he's back in for sure. Yeah, him, him, TJ, and Micah Parsons just keep checking each other's box scores and go, yep. Yep. doing that. Which that's what you game. need. You need guys to push you like that. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, in the end, Miles would rather win a Super Bowl than get defense player of the year. It's whatever. But, like, yeah, dude, these guys – these guys they brought in it's like i've never it's still early but i'm feeling confident based on what we've seen i've ne- we've not seen a hit rate like this on guys brought in on the defense ever in our lifetime like let me look down this list i mean anthony walker we brought back so i'm gonna count that because a lot of people said let him walk off that injury he's been awesome he's been the leader he always has he's a locker room guy everyone loves him mo hurst bang. yep Juan Thornhill, bang. Zadari Smith, bang. Ogbo, bang. Ronnie McCloyd, bang. Cameron Mitchell, came in and make plays. Shelby Harris, making yep. plays. Dalvin Tomlinson, making plays. Every guy they freaking brought in. I think the one plays. nobody's really, nobody's talking about because he's not play, he played like 50% of the snaps in all the games. Taki Taki. That dude is yeah. flying around like a Yeah, maniac. he is, bro. He had a second against Pickett against Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. He's reliable. He's always been solid. He, it's just like. He was put in positions where he's not going to thrive, so he's right. been, Nope. You know what I mean? Dude, he's a once, they finally, once they finally yeah. moved him to what he was comfortable with last year before he got hurt, he was playing really good football. It probably would earn. He might earn a long-term deal if he didn't blow out his knee. Yeah, and I mean, we haven't even seen uh, Siaka, Ika. Nope. Right. Like, he's been the healthy scrub. He's been uh, his foot now? Like, his yeah, was he in a boot over the weekend still? Yeah. I think he was, yeah. Imagine him and Dal- Dalvin in on run stop plays. That's right. a lot of belly in the middle. Yep. yep. Um, you know, we keep hitting on the uh, <laughs> secondary too, and like I said during the game, like Denzel Ward's going for all pro. Yep. He is. Just, you just got to hope he stays healthy. I don't want to put that in the air, but right, dude, he's looking different. He is. He hundred percent different. And like. Like we keep saying, it's it all falls back to Jim Schwartz putting them in positions where they have the most, the highest chance of succeeding. Well, it just it goes back to last year. We saw them run so so much zone, and it just would drive me insane. You have Greg oh, yeah. Newsom, man to man corner, Denzel Ward, man to man corner, and then you got Emerson, big physical man corner. Just put them, let them do what they do, and don't ask questions. Right. Yeah, I mean. Denzel threw three games, 11 tackles, a forced fumble, five pass deflections. That's elite. That's yeah. insane. Last game, <clears throat> four tackles, a tackle for loss, two pass deflections. Bro, he's... It's a nice day at the office. It is. And, I mean, you want to make you want to keep this guy healthy. Like You want him to make as, as least amount of tackles as possible. And the yep. guy's up front... Like, when you have a guy like Joke flying around, you're not going to need your DBs to make it as many tackles because he's cleaning up everything that gets across the line. Yep. I think I think the one guy we've hit on it every single week so far, 22. That guy is just – he's different. He look, I don't know what he did this offseason. He needs to keep doing it. I know. I he, looks, he, looks, he looks awesome. Yeah, it's going to start getting to that. It's so early, but I'm already imagining the pain of having to let one of him or, like, Zadarius walk. Because it's just gonna happen. They're gonna have to franchise tag somebody at this rate. Right. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of football left. You just hope Zadarius buys in and says, "Like, I'm gonna be." I Tweet. mean, 
Yeah, and pe- I saw people, I saw Vikings fans, he doesn't have any sacks, his stats. Uh, when will people stop looking at box scores for defensive linemen? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, you I don't just like got to ignore people like that. Look at the first play of the game against the Bengals, or second play of the game. He almost had a, he was inches away from a strip sack, but you don't see that in a box score. Right, exactly. Yeah, the pressure rate coming from him and Miles is like otherworldly right now. It's insane. It's, he's taking all the heat, heat off Miles. Yep. Yeah, I mean, finally. Um, yeah, you get – and I know we're playing him this weekend. You get Clowney, who just – he quit He quit on his team halfway through the year last year because things weren't things were going his way. And I just don't – we don't have guys like that. You got everyone bought in to what you're selling. Yeah, the chemistry is – uh, better than ever, honestly. I mean, there were some times with Baker there in the middle, but there's still you could still t- tell there's a couple guys that weren't bought in. It seems yep. like everybody on this team's bought in right now. Yep, I love I've it. Never bro. felt that before. Um, you know, <coughs> we'll get we'll get into the Ravens preview. You guys still hear me? Okay. Yeah. Sound good. We'll get, we'll get into the Ravens preview, but the one question we got, I saw a lot of people saying it, but like. I don't even know what people mean by this, but like, when are we going to start talking about Watson? I don't know what that means, but that was a massive step in the right direction, and you know that's all you could ask for. Take a week by week. Major props. We said when he plays bad, there'll be some criticism, but when he plays great, we'll be right there to. We said it last week. We'll be right there to praise him, and, and that's all we could do is praise him. And right. people always people always say, "Oh, you, you jump around as a fan." That's football or in just sports, life, anything in general. You ride the highs and the lows, and you can do it in real time. Yeah, yeah. You can't say someone jumps around as a fan when every Sunday they're sitting on the couch watching every single play of the game. Right. Yep. You're not jumping around as a fan, bro. Get the fuck out of here with that. It doesn't make you a bad fan for saying a guy needs to step up or a guy needs to do this. He did, and if he goes out and builds on it. There's not going to be any arguments, exactly. and that's all people have been asking for. Show up, play, and you play. You did. Obviously, he's not going to complete 81 percent of his passes every week, but go out and 65 percent completion, 250 yards, and no turnovers. I'll take that all day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah he um. Dude, he balled out, bro. Like we needed it. We needed it bad. Yep. Um, this is a good game he, to do. He needed it. it. He needed it yeah, more than anybody. Did. Yeah, he needed it. Yeah, he needed it. Especially and it, here's here's another thing. I I haven't seen Kevin have swagger like that with a quarterback ever. And him and Watson, no. they were, you could tell they both were just feeling themselves. That clip was nice, bro. I gotta say, I had to save it. Like it was, it was right. Like, yeah, that's fun to see. Like I love yeah. seeing shit like that. We never see that. And like Kevin probably nope. pulled a hammy doing that. I don't think he's ever done that I, before. Yeah, I never seen Kevin that lit. Like dude, he was a, a he was a DB in college, wasn't he? He's yeah, nice. he was. He's got the hops. He showed he, him off a little he bit. Hasn't, he hasn't jumped like that since he was at Penn. Exactly. Yeah, that was – yeah, and I mean, like I said, no one needed it more than Watson. Um, just uh, – and you can say whatever people talking on social media. It's fucking stupid. But, like, he needed that validation. You can say whatever you want. They're grown men. This, this. You still need when, – when your confidence is shaken up like that, game like this could do like i said that uh, that play that clip specifically of him and kevin could that be the point late in the season where we look back and go right there that's when it clicked we needed that moment and i think there's there's another play where arden key he went high and took a cheap shot on watson that was in the second quarter i want to yeah, say he broke his neck 
Watson looked different. He he looked different after that. It's almost like, all right, you want to play like that? I see how it is. Yeah, he played pissed off. Yeah, but but, but he played pissed pissed off in a controlled manner. In composure, yeah. Yeah, composed. He was a composed pissed off. He was a positively yep. pissed off. Yep. He cha- he channeled it. Yeah, I mean, he was doing what he did whatever <coughs> he wanted. He literally did yep. whatever he wanted on Sunday. He got in and out, made it look easy, and a lot of people across the NFL were like, oh, oh, okay. The rankings are looking a little different. The the talking pieces were sounding a little different. People were like, oh. I mean, last week it was, he does, he's not even capable of, of having that game anymore. We're done nope. seeing that, Deshaun Watson. And I'm like, chill the fuck out. There's oh, trick is now, bro. Yeah, I'm like, dude, he's playing bad. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he can never do that again. That's right. Really he just had a bad game. We just caught him. Like on. he just he good. just turned 28 years old. It's not like he's 75 years old and in a retirement home. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be in the prime of his career for the duration of his contract. Yep. Yep. And then, I mean, again, it's way down the road. It doesn't even matter to talk about. But like, it's a, the situation he had and the type of thing. Like he very well could be here until he's 37, 38 years old. Why would he ever leave the city that gave him a chance, you know? I don't know. Money talks, but <clears throat> stuff yep. like that, yeah. Biggest biggest takeaway was Watson. I mean, if if coming up on this Ravens game, if he can put together back-to-back games like that, it's going to start getting really scary. Yeah, bro, it's, it's scary hours right now. That's the thing we haven't seen yet, like uh-huh. the consistency. Yep, need it. And, and like we were saying earlier, we're in another position here with a – a banged-up defense, a suspect defense. I mean, the Ravens let the Colts <coughs> score 22 on them with a backup football team. I mean, Game they got injuries ball. all over the place. They got Gardner Minshew and Zach Moss. Not only that, they got Tyler Linderbaum hurt, Ronnie Stanley's hurt. Every yeah, single dude. running back they have on their roster is hurt. That's no exaggeration. No. They're bringing, yeah, they're bringing guys up off the street. Shout-out to those guys for stepping in, you know. Shout-out. To players anywhere stepping up. It's cool to see. I, I don't yep. hate on it, especially when you're beating our divisional opponents. Um, Kyle, you'll have to pull up those stats. I don't know if you have those stats from Lamar's last two games here anywhere, but. um, Let me look. I can I'll look find it. Your screen doesn't go away. I got it. Uh, here it is. It's like I was telling Kyle earlier, Dennis, for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, Joe Woods could game plan for Lamar Jackson. It seemed like that was it. <laughs> Dude, literally, it's like, like he, it's like we brought him over to game plan for Lamar, and that was it. We gave we hit four interceptions, I think two last year. I'm gonna need to see those stats come up because I can't. Ah, uh, come on, I had him. Like we we give this guy fits, and I mean Odell is he gonna play? Gus Edwards concussed. Justice Hill's hurt. They got linemen hurt. Well, I mean their so defense is another story. It's, it's pretty insane. I really do. F- feel bad from like a competitive standpoint like you want yeah, to see the best uh, all right all right i found i found it last year aside from the game where he threw four passes he was nine of 16 120 yards 10 carries for 59 yards and he was also sacked three times and then the year before in the one meeting because he only threw four passes in the other meeting he was 20 of 32 165 yards one touchdown four picks and two sacks yes I know people are going to say, oh, but we lost that game. Yep, we did. Terrible quarterback play. But the defense <laughs> balled out, and we always have. Well, we played Lamar well. You know why we lost that game? You can say the quarterback, <coughs> but, yeah, but this stat line is what, if this defense is for real, this is not going to look anything like this. 17 carries, 68 yards. 
cannot yep. do that. Right. Nope. Especially with a kicker like Justin Tucker. If our offense is struggling, three points is going to be big. Exactly. And Tucker's dialed in from 60 in. He's, I mean, he's just a, he's just throwing darts. Yep. You just got to assume they're getting three points every time they cross the 50. And I think there's a stat out there from the first week. When you pressure Lamar, or on passes when he was not pressured, he was like 10 of 14 for 170 yards. And when he was pressured, he was one of five for like three sacks and two interceptions. He's If you get after him, which we tend to do, he's going to struggle. Yeah, he's going to panic. And Lamar, L- Lamar's still going to make plays. He's going to fly around and going to have that one breakaway where you're like, wow, who is this guy? But that's just that's how guys like him are. And it looks like we got a quarterback who can do that too. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and they have a – I mean, I, thought, I, can't, I can't remember the stat I saw about their pass rush, but it was not good. It was something about their D, their up, their front. Like, I remember how excited they were for uh, – <coughs> Adafi Awe. Adafi Awe and Asai. Joseph yep. Asai, is that his name? And Ajabo. Yep. Or Ajabo, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they've been, yep. They've been injured, and they when they play, they just – all right, well, they picked that. I'm like, I don't think either guy is going to be anything crazy, and they've just not. I mean, they yeah, they got injuries to every level. Um, Warden said, our boy Warden, shout out Warden, what do you think is one thing the defense can improve on, and what is something the offense does really well? I will say the one thing the defense can improve on, I will tell you uh, Sunday evening if they can contain Lamar Jackson on the feet. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm not worried about – knock on wood, I'm not worried about him knifing up our secondary. They've given me reason to believe I can trust them. Um, I think the Ravens receivers are, eh, you know, like – They really just got Zay Flowers, to be honest. Right. I just don't – I don't <clears throat> I don't see how three – through three games so far, what can you Mark complain Andrews. about? They've allowed, they've allowed like the third fewest yards in the NFL since like 97 me. or something. They've allowed one bad play. Literally, oh, it was George Pickens, play. and it was just a busted coverage. Yeah, it fluke play. It's crazy that that's a hard, that's a really hard question to answer. What is one thing the defense can improve on? That's insane to have like to even answer that. Like, did not maybe have you could say questions. pass interference calls. I feel like maybe we got a little couple here and there, but I, I'm, I, I don't even. The only I don't thing think pass interference only, calls are that bad. Right. The only <laughs> thing I would maybe say. It's finishing the play and getting sacks. Like we've been so yeah. close so many times, and a lot of that's, that's a true. testament to you know you got a good pass rush, so you're gonna get the ball out in two and a half seconds or less. But there's been plays where we could should have and maybe had him behind the line of scrimmage. Other than that, that's just nitpicking. Um, turnovers. We could get more turnovers. Yes. Yeah, yep. we get more turnovers. Yeah. We've had a that's couple drop one. picks. Had a couple yep. tips where guys weren't really having their head on a swivel. Um, you had a few plays here and there where, like Kyle said, you could finish off a play. But I mean, they're flying around so much. I like the, your D, your your ends and your pass rush is gonna kind of come in a little too at, hot. At that point, it's almost just getting greedy. Like that's just but me being, can't. oh, make every play. Yeah. yeah. Nope. But you can't, you can't get too greedy. You can't get too greedy and and play too fast against Lamar. Nope. That's yep. the one guy you got to slow down, chop your feet, make the play. And then the second part of him, just contain him. The second part of that question with the offense, I think one thing we haven't really seen is the deep ball. Marquise Goodwin, I think that's coming. 
I don't even care who it is at this point. Exactly. Like somebody, somebody's gonna get it. Like you saw that one quote unquote deep ball to Amari Cooper, and he's just standing wide open in the end zone. But if you get wide open like that, pretty much every quarterback in the league is gonna make that throw. Oh, Not yeah. that it was. It's obviously still a good play. Right. Well, and pe- people were like, he underthrew it. I'm like, dude, a throw like that, I don't give a shit if you underthrow him. He, he he's threw a standing soft, right there. Conservative ball. He wasn't trying to throw a yep. dart. Like, Baker used to throw those darts up the seam 500 miles per hour. Yeah, but, you don't need like, to. Just loft it no in one, there. There's no one within 20 yards. I don't care what you do. Just throw the ball up in the air like you're playing he catch. Buddy. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm... Week one, I felt good. Week one, week two, I felt awful. Week three, I felt really good. Week four, I'm feeling good. I don't know yep. if that means anything. How are you feeling, Dennis? Um, I'm feeling great, man. I think uh, Baltimore they never they never scared me even before the injuries. Like I mean, they're they always, they're always kind of find a way to win, I guess, because they got Justin Tucker and they kind of got some fluke wins like a couple of years, like. But like the craziest yeah, ones I, ever. Yeah, no, like even I mean, I kind of they got they kind of got taste their own medicine last week. Hundred percent. Like That's a, a game kinda, they always win. Yeah, exactly. So, I think um, I think we should win. I mean, I don't see why not. Like their their offense isn't that like that special. They're missing guys. Their defense, their pass rush isn't as good as the guys we already played this first three games. Not like, even close. Like Washington, yeah, and the DBs like not. I mean, they're not. They they don't have their best guys out there. Like I feel like Watson could have another good game. Like everybody and else. Pe- people. And say this doesn't matter, but you think in the back of the offensive line's head for the Browns, they're not gonna be like, hmm, I remember what Clowney said, I remember what Clowney did when he was last year, he quit on us. If you don't think that's gonna give you a little extra pep in your step to just want to take that guy out of the play, not hurt him, but just make it so he's not effective. Run him out of right. bounds every play. Just make it so he's not getting to the quarterback. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I saw Teller said something like Clowney's my boy, like I love that guy, blah, blah, blah. But that all changes once you're lined up across from him. Yep. We'll um, see. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling – we didn't do score predictions last week, and, and we were going to say – we said we were going to start waiting just because it's not worth predicting a score on Tuesday. So much changes, injuries, blah, blah, blah. But I'm feeling like well, – the way we left um, week one on the first episode, you know, we kind of all closed out like – is this team different? Can they go win this game? Can they do this? Can they be consistent? I, th- I feel like we're back in the same boat. They should win this game. They're favored. The yep. Ravens are injured. They're coming into Cleveland. We need to – I would love to leave Cleveland undefeated if that's possible. Like, it's just different at home. They were feeding off that energy. It was wild. The stadium was crazy. Like, we were there. It was so awesome. But like, It was so awesome. We have every reason to win this game. Go win the game. Win this. Things are different. Be con- put put together a streak. Show some show some consistency. We've struggled with that so much in the past. Yeah. Win the win this game. Go into the bye week. I, I hate that the bye is this early, by the way, but go into the bye week on a win. It's always better off a win. Then you got San Francisco after the bye. That's the toughest game all year, but you're riding some momentum off two straight wins. You'll take that. Is that game? That game's at home too. Yep. It yeah, is. I think five of our first seven are at home. Yeah, yeah they I are. I mean, God forbid any injuries happen and stuff. But like, I got to see who San Fran plays the week before. But you know, they could be traveling and banged up, and we should be fresh. Like, we have. 
I don't know what the line's going to be for that game. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be close. It's going to be a close line. We yeah, might be the slight underdog. I don't even know. If we come right. out and kick the Ravens' ass and the 49ers have a mix-up. Like, at the end of the day, and I don't want to jump ahead, like, Brock Purdy is not Peyton Manning, you know? Like, right. he's no. not an elite quarterback in this league. And our defense is good enough to where teams with just mid-subpar quarterback play, like, they could really have issues with us. Yep. Here's a, here's a fun little scenario that was floating around on Twitter today. People were saying the two guys that potentially could one out in Denver, Garrett Bowles, you saw what he said. He said he's been there yeah. seven years. He's tired of losing. And then you saw Jerry Judy, the name everyone thought we were going to get instead of Elijah Moore. Is that something that's maybe possible? What do we think? With Especially with the way Jed Bowles has looked. I would say Bowles would be – I mean, uh, when you think about putting together a puzzle, how many pieces are missing from our puzzle? Exactly. Left tackle, and that's about it. That's it. I mean, you could say running back now, I guess. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking that left tackle. That's it. That's the big our, – our puzzle is just like 95% put together, and there's one big piece missing. And that's it's the that. piece. And I do, I do think – People have always been too hard on him because, like I was joking last week, he just looks like – he just flails his arms and looks like a pouty baby. If he didn't do that, it would, it would just be so much better for him. Right. But, like, we saw that Rams game, bro. There are worse tackles out there, I promise. Oh, yeah. Trey Hendrickson yeah. was basically just running a 40-yard dash straight to the quarterback <clears throat> off the edge. And no one – it was in – I felt bad for Matt Stafford. He was yeah, it was, it was a pretty bad last and, night. And maybe maybe part of that is because I think the NFL, there's not as many good tackles as there are good pass rushers. It's just yeah. – there just isn't. It's a lot harder to find a stud left tackle or even right tackle than it is to find an edge rusher that's going to be productive and give you six, seven, eight sacks. Yeah. It's almost like a weird sign from the football gods <clears throat> that for all those years of misery and terror, we had the best left tackle – maybe that's ever played and then now we got everything but that left tackle we need like why couldn't joe yeah, thomas nope. be like five years younger i mean at this point seven eight years younger just putting a guy if freaking joe thomas is on this team dude it that would be unfair you got your gold jacket joe come back we need you uh, yeah. right you need to you need to put on about 120 more pounds again though go yeah. go hit go hit up your mission barbecue in canton they'll get you right Hell like yeah. I want in Parma too. Hell yeah, yeah dude. I still gotta, try, I still gotta try that place out. I've never tried that out. It's, you never had it. It's really good, dude. Kyle, told, I think Kyle, Kyle, you had it, haven't you? Yeah, that, the one down in Canton. Maybe we'll go there in the next week or so. Maybe the Browns win, we'll go there try it out. But I mean, yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Um, they should, like we said, they should win. They're favored for a reason. <coughs> Vegas, Vegas Vegas expects another close game, but they expected a close game last week, and we won by 24. Right. So, like, these things aren't for certain. <coughs> and here's it's so important to build on every win, and they have a chance to really build on a win. And, get, like Kyle said, going to the bye week off two great wins, like, they're going to be buzzing like crazy. Yep. The game's going to go crazy. Here's a, fun, here's a fun little scenario just to float around. Someone said, I know it's early, but how many potential pro bowlers do you think this defense could have? And I think Miles Garrett, he's a lock. Probably one of the corners. That's two. Not that the pro bowl matters, but just for the sake of discussion. Grant Delpit, maybe? 
Yeah. JOK. I think, I think you could see two, two, maybe three all pros, not just pro bowlers. Right. It's a long season, bro. <coughs> temper expectations. Oh, for sure. I'm just talking, talking about pure potential. Yeah, I mean potential for sure. And then, like we were saying earlier, like there, we're gonna, there's gonna be some, um, some uncomfortable conversations with money. But it's a good problem Andrew to have. Barry, yeah, it is. Yeah. And Andrew Barry makes it look like Monopoly out there. So he does. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You know. Yep. Um. But yeah, man. Chance to go three and one in the bye week. Like we said, buzzing on a high. I expect it at this point, and expectations with the Browns have been sketchy in the past. And like we're saying, just like week one going to week two, go win the game. You should win. It's a divisional game. I mean, they already dropped one against the Steelers. Now you got to split with Pittsburgh. You don't want to be in a position where you have to win in Pittsburgh or versus Pittsburgh, and you have to win at Baltimore going later in the year. Like right. they got to grab this one. That's going to take a lot of stress off later in the season. And like, when it comes down to it, you want to put that pressure on going into Baltimore. They're going to have, they're going to have the expectations, and they're going to need that win. And maybe it's dangerous to look ahead like that, but I mean, these early divisional games to go two and one, fine with me. I didn't expect to go three and zero in them. Nope. But I don't want to go one and two. Exactly. You just don't Certainly want not. You don't. And you and you beat the Titans. I don't know if they'll be <clears> in the wild card <throat> conversation. Um, they kind of looked bad. I'll be honest. I don't expect them to, but. They somehow always find their way back. So, you know, they, they might get healthy, go on a run, and, and be in that wild card scenario, and now we got that win over them. Like, these wins these wins matter a lot more in the in the last quarter of the season there when things start getting put together for the playoffs and the wild card picture and whatnot. Yep. Yeah, man. I think that's it. Um, go show love. I know, I know earlier we mentioned – our bet jack boost. So if you're not familiar, the boys have a bet jack boost where we pick a sponsor bet for the Browns each week. I'll drop the link in the subscription to the video. Or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, I'll make sure that's there. If you want to follow along, let's win some money together this Brown season. Yeah. As always, follow the socials. Um, we got our names up there. More for you in the bottom. Dialed in pod. Not really using the dialed in pod page much, but just going to keep it for questions and whatnot. Might as well. doesn't hurt anything. Um, like I said last week, let's go 3-1. and one. Let's get another big win. Let's build on it. Let's really start taking the leap. This team's ready for it. Uh, I'm all in with Kevin. I'm happy with him. He's going to have some mix-ups here and there. Don't care. The vibes are good. I haven't been able to say that much in my Browns fandom. Um, yeah, this team's ready to make the jump. So, <coughs> go, big, going, w- big week. Big week. Going three and one off the Ravens, that's a that's a jump right there. That's a jump. So if they're for real, I think they are. I think we come out with a win going to the bye week on a high. And we go from there. Um that's all we got for now. We'll catch y'all next time. Go Browns, baby. Go Browns. Go Browns.